couple years down the road, you go to Slingsburg, Kentucky. Why do I go there? You're going there for a uh, a convention. What kind of con- convention? It's called uh, Chicken Con. It's a convention for um, people who like raise chickens. And I am I there because I raised a chicken? Yes. Why? Why did I? <laughs> why would I raise a chicken? You had an urge to just raise a chicken. You uh you saw a documentary made by uh by this like local artist that was all about the impact that like raising chickens can have in the community. Um uh, it's like the the environmental impact you had, there's like a government subsidy to build a coop and you just like, yeah, you know what? I think I will. And you fucking do. You build a coop. Okay. You get a chicken. You just start with one. Do I name the chicken? Yeah. Uh, the chicken's name is Twinkleberry. Okay. What uh, What does a chicken look like? It's a uh, just a classic red rooster. You know what oh, I mean? Wait a minute. Is it a chicken or a rooster? Sorry. You get uh, a chicken and a rooster? Okay. Twinkleberry is a classic red rooster. Right? Like, think of the... You know how, like, every time there's been, like, a... Just like how, you know how like a, a rooster is sometimes associated with like iconography of like the, the 40s, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's so. It's like that kind of red rooster. It's an American red rooster. Okay. I, I'm, I'm picturing the rooster that's on the front of the cornflakes box. That's pretty fucking close. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, I got People it. People sometimes like walk by your house and like take Instagram pictures with the rooster. And they're like, holy shit, I'm at this cornflakes rooster's house. Um. It gets to be a nuisance. You wind up putting up a privacy fence. Everybody in town's pissed. So you're hanging out, right? You got this rooster. Things are going pretty good. You're living a life that you've kind of always wanted to live. So you go to uh, you go to Chicken Con, right? And you're uh, you're there for an extra day. The con goes great. You see uh, like a bunch of chicken talks. One of them is called. Um, uh, how to make your coop more accessible to friendly wildlife. What's an example of a friendly wildlife? Squirrels. Squirrels and chickens are yeah. getting along? Um, they, You know what? Surprisingly, they do. Okay. So there's just like a bunch of weird like cons that you're going like this at this con. There's a bunch of like weird shows you're going to. Uh, you're seeing like a chicken-themed improv team. They're called the... Are the improvisers humans or chickens? Yeah, they're humans. They're all dressed like chickens. Okay. They're called the Clucklebuckies. And uh, the con pretty much enjoys them. They do a great job. So point being, like, you go to Chicken Con, you love it. You got an extra day there in Kentucky, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to, instead of going back early, I'm going to see what's here. There's a local business that uh, offers a tour that you can go on. It's like a local, uh, like a local farm. It's uh, Donaldson's Honey Butter Farm. Is that the that's the name of the farm? What's the business that's putting this tour on? The Donaldson Honey Butter Farm. That's it's their in-house tour. Yeah, it's like okay. you can go tour the Honey Butter Farm. Okay. And uh, you look up like reviews, and people are like, "This place is fucking crazy. You got to come see it. It's just really cool. The tour guides are great." 
It's like, why not? You know, you got a day to kill. You go to the Donaldson Honey Butter Farm. GPS takes you down a long dirt road. I drove there. You had a rental car while you were at the con. Uh, was it like a, what kind of rental car? It's a Fiat. A Fiat? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a Fiat. <laughs> You're hauling ass down this road. You just love the way that it makes you feel when you drive fast in that Fiat. Does it have a moonroof? Yeah, it does. It's got the biggest moonroof they offer. Is it the entire roof? It's the entire. Is it, it's a convertible? It's, it's not a convertible. It's just a big fucking moonroof. <laughs> so you're in this Fiat. The moonroof's open. It's a full moon. You're just hauling ass, right? You're this is a night tour. Road. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're getting there later on. Right. People tell you to go at night because that's when the lights come on. And there's something about it that's kind of magical. So you go into Donaldson's Honey Butter Farm. You sign up for the tour. It's free to go in. They have like little uh, a local bakery drops off bread, and they have Donaldson's Honey Butter. They have like their competitors' Honey Butter, so you can sample theirs too. And honestly, when you take that Donaldson's Honey Butter out and you spread it on that bread and put it in your mouth, it tastes like the first summer that you fell in love. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> When you taste that honey butter, you just remember a time when you stood in an open field and shun, the sun just like shined down on your face and you knew what love felt like. That's what this honey butter tastes like to you. And you're like, fuck, that's, that's pretty fucking good. They go, Do you want to taste the other ones? The uh, the competitors honey butter yeah I I no not really because I'll be I'm a little suspicious of it I feel like is is this a real th- a, a real thing or is this some sort of trick you know to make sure that their honey butter tastes better like yeah. you know it's like they made shitty butter and called it country crock or whatever so they they like you tell them oh no I don't want to try that and they uh the guy who's asking that question turns to a camera and he just shrugs. And they're live streaming that to the internet. It's a 24-hour loop of people turning down uh, Donaldson competitors. That's how much of a stranglehold they have on the honey butter market. Where where are these cameras? Are these like hidden cameras? No, or? they're not hidden. They tell you that you're going to be like videotaped throughout the whole thing. It's just like surveillance. Okay. But they're definitely broadcasting that to the internet to show their sheer dominance. But am, am I aware of is. that? Like beforehand? Yeah, you knew that they were going to be taping. They're just like, we have cameras here for surveillance. People want our secrets. But I don't know about the live stream part. Yeah, they don't tell you that. Okay. Yeah. But they're definitely live streaming it. So you go through Who, there. Wait, who's who's watching it? Just competitors. Okay. You know, people who are trying to take the Donaldson's Honey Butter Crown. Just other honey butter companies. So you're going on this tour. They teach you about the Donaldson family. How they were, uh, you know, second generation Americans and how they. From where? Uh, they were from Ireland. Okay. And they they, uh, they came over here, like, from Ellis Island. They made their way to Kentucky. You know, they they did it. They, like, achieved the American dream, you know. They're just the best honey butter anybody's ever had. So that you go through and you learn about the family and the farm itself. Uh, they take you through, like, where they. They mix the honey and the butter together. Is uh, I mean, this is just straight up honey 
from what what is at the farm are there bees at the farm or cows at the farm or are they just both there's bees and cows yeah okay so you're you're walking around they're taking you through like a tour of like their factory and show you how how the sausage is made so to speak only butter in this case uh honey butter to be exact and they they take you out you walk around like through this um you walk through the uh like the the plant part of it, they're gonna show you the packaging room. People are gonna stop for a little uh, for a little bathroom break. You're like, you know what? I could probably, you know, go to use the restroom. You go in the restroom, do your business. As you come out, as you like leave, you see there's a giant portrait on the wall of a uh, of a cow with a, a flower behind her ear, and inside that flower is a bee, and it's the happiest looking bee you've ever seen he's rolling around in that flower and it is the soupiest looking flower soupy it's just a soupy looking flower in that painting a soupy in in that there's like there's lots of nectar in it that's dripping out you think that for just a split second and then somebody taps your hand your arm you look over there's a there's a man he's dressed in like a very sharp suit it's like if it's all like uh it's like an edgy suit, you know what I mean? It's just a, a suit that's like like it has like an sneakers. interesting lapel. Yeah, he's just like he's trying to portray that he's like a tough guy, that he's like a fucking edgy tough guy, you know? Okay. He's wearing like a fedora. He just looks like a fucking edgy dude. And you kind of get that vibe from him that he's like you ever just meet somebody and you're like fuck, this person means business. Yes. That's the vibe you get from him. Okay, how old is he? Uh, he looks to be in like his early mid 30s. What's his name? You ask him, "Hey, what what's your name?" He reaches his hand and he goes, "Name's Jeremy. Jeremy Jarvis." You shake his hand? Yeah. You shake his hand, yeah. nothing happens. <laughs> so <laughs> He goes he goes, "What's your name?" You tell him your name. He goes, you haven't you enjoying the tour? It's kind of boring, kind of, right? I don't know what the fuss is all about. And like you were honestly like a little bit underwhelmed. You kind of expected more. Like obviously the honey butter is fantastic, but just the rest of the tour itself is kind of so-so, whatever. Did I get to see the bees and the cows? You were on your way there pretty soon. Okay. So you're getting ready to go outside. He kind of like sticks with you and like the rest of the you guys kind of hang back a little bit from the rest of the group. Is he on the tour with me or uh-huh. is okay. Yeah, he's on the tour with you. Okay. And you kind of like recognize him just from like as people are walking around. So as like the group walks out, there's like a giant meadow and it's full of like wildflowers and they go, "Yeah, this is where our, our bees come and you know, they they uh they pollinate all this all this shit. They're not really formal there." And everybody kind of goes out and they're like walking around and Jeremy Jarvis is hanging back with you. He goes, Man, there's something's just not right about this place. Everything seems a little too perfect, you know. Okay. He tells you, "What's that?" Okay. Sorry. He tells he tells you he's like, "What if I told you that this place was buried underground, or that this was pardon me, this place was built on top <laughs> of the biggest ant colony in the world, and that the thing that makes this honey butter so good is all the ants that are in it." What would you do if I told you that? I think I would have to somehow 
I don't know, get underground and like see it for myself. Like he kind of like looks around and he kind of nods one way. And you walk over and you kind of follow him. He's like walking like with a pretty quick pace. He pulls what looks to be a little spade out of his pocket. He like comes around a corner where you guys are kind of off from everybody and he like stabs into the into the ground and you see just like ants come out. Oh, that's that's so gross. Yeah. He goes, look, he goes, we got to we got to show these guys for what they are. He goes, I need you to do something. He goes, if you want to help me with this, like you can go in there and look, they got a ton of ants in there. They're putting ants in this honey butter. What? They're in there feeding that to people. He's so fucking pissed. <laughs> he's so mad at it. Why is he? Why am I the only person he's told? He goes, I don't know. I'm just in, I'm in, I'm in the moment right now. He goes, can you help me? I don't know. How, I don't know how I can help. He pulls out. He reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out like a child's ant farm. Oh no! He goes. I need you to take this inside. I need you to let him out. We let the ants that let are the in ants the out. farm. Yeah, out. Yeah. But he goes. What? I need you to let them out in there, inside where we just were. Absolutely. Like just anywhere, just loose, yep. whatever. Let them out. Okay. How how would that help? What's he goes, I'm going to take care of this out there. You just do that. We're good to go. That seems like the opposite of what... He goes, hurry, we don't have much time. And he gives you the ant farm. Okay. Oh, There's okay. a door right behind you. What do you do? Jesus. Oh, I feel like I don't have proof that what he's saying is true. And I, well, although I guess letting a few you ants out... You look down out. at the ground and okay. you see those ants just coming out of the ground. Yeah. And one of them... Uh, one ant in particular kind of like walks away from the rest of the, all the other ants are like pouring out in a single direction one ant like kind of like walks away from the other ants and you swear that it almost just looks up at you and you swear that that ant gives you a thumbs up you just know that that ant is fucking pulling for you <laughs> can I can I pick that ant up you reach down and you stick your finger out and that ant hops on your hand and it skitters up your arm and up your ear, and you feel it just nuzzling against your ear. Can he? Does he? Can I understand him? You feel like you. You might not understand him, but you. But you feel like you both know each other. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know that you don't speak the same language, but you both feel the same things. You okay. know. Uh, okay. You does feel he a have deep a name? Spiritual connection. <laughs> like you can name him if you like. But he like. Does he have a name that he calls himself? He. You, you guys can't communicate verbally. He's. <laughs> He's an ant. Um, I, I don't think I don't think I should give him a name, you know, he's wild. That's great. I don't I, I So you don't give him that. a name? No. So what would you do with the ant colony? Would you go inside and empty it? Yeah. I, I think it's pretty low risk. Yeah. So you go inside, you empty this ant colony onto the ground, you like you like smash it open, you spread the ants out, and uh you start to like back away. And the ants start to get like bigger. Like, like each ant gets each, bigger. Each ant individually gets bigger to where they were all ultimately like probably like the size of like a I don't know like a forty pound dog. 
and they run <laughs> rampant through the honey butter farm, Wait, how- just devouring everybody that's inside. Uh, they burst through the honey butter tanks. They ruin so much food. They kill hundreds of people, probably 284 people. That's how do they, they, on the How logs. are they killing people? Are they and, biting them? And one of them lump, jumps at you. And uh, it like it cut, it cuts your head off. <laughs> your head flies up in the air, and <laughs> your head is just spinning through the air. And what you don't know, what you learn in those moments, is that the human head is alive <laughs> for a little bit longer, and it still feels pain. And <laughs> and your head lands at the exact spot where the honey and the butter mix together. Oh, and no. you spend the last moments of your life a drowning in that sweet, sweet honey butter. Those ants go on to kill the 284 <laughs> guests and workers at the Donaldson Honey Butter Farm and uh, 14,000 people in neighboring towns. They were all ultimately killed and rounded up. Their bodies burned. Nobody ever spoke of it. Uh, and the last thing you hear just before that ant takes your head off is a cackle of a man putting a spade into his pocket. And you look out the window of the door and you see that black fedora and that edgy fucking suit. And then your head spins into the fucking honey butter mixer and you fucking die. That's terrible. <laughs> it's not good. That's that's awful. It's not good, that's for sure. Am I I mean I kind of think it's funny to picture someone like spreading my head butter onto yeah. their English muffin or whatever. It was such an automated process that the batch still went out and it, it pulverized your head and uh, somebody got an eyeball. One of your eyeballs. A whole eyeball. A whole eyeball managed to survive. And if somebody found it, it, it wound up in uh, Texarkana. Where where was it in Texarkana? Where was uh, it? Was it in a museum? No, it was in a it was in a house. It was Phyllis Jones and her husband Johnny Jones. Yeah, they, he came home from work one day. Uh, they were having a meatloaf and she made this homemade bread. It was a, an award winning homemade bread. It was an old family recipe, and it just came out of the oven. And she cut him a piece, and it was piping hot. And she goes, oh, we can't forget the Donaldson's honey butter. And they pull it out, and it's like in a tub. And uh, they're they're looking at each other. Their marriage has been a little rough recently. And they finally started just like mend the fences through just good communication. And they were having this like sincere moment, eyes to eyes, like over a pan of meatloaf. And then he didn't look, and he just spread your eyeball on the piece of toast, and he bit into it. It, that killed him. <laughs> yeah, he died, he, died, he got sick and died. What? How did it kill him? He got sick from your eyeball. <laughs> it was just like rotten in there, and he got sick and died. Okay. Um. Was was his wife? Is she sad about it? Oh or yeah. She sort I mean, of course, relieved? she thought things were going well again. She Do- remarries a couple years later, but it's never the same. Does she? Uh, does she still eat the butter? Hasn't touched it since. Wow.